All right, this is episode six of Keeping It Real. I'm Matt Gregory with Sable Adjusters. And I'm Megan Calabrese with Fox Rock Properties. All right, Megan, we're back from the break. It's the new year. Uh, we are episode six. We got a great guest, you know, a guy that swims in many circles, but, you know, it's one of those one degree of separations. It's a name that you put the first and the last name together, Jimmy Russo from um, Harold Brothers. Um, it's funny that you knew him personally. I know him yeah. personally all through Chris Devin, obviously. Uh, but I'm really excited uh, for this episode. Yeah, let's have some fun. Absolutely. All right, gang. So look at we got Jimmy Russo from Harold uh, Harold Brothers Mechanical Contractors. Jimmy, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, guys. Happy to be here. Looking forward to having some fun with you guys. Absolutely. So you know, Megan does have a pad of paper, so we're going to do some calculus some equations. And Keeping some you on track. Absolutely. Be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> we will be gentle for a Thursday in January. You know, before we came on, we we talked about a mutual friend of ours, uh, Tommy Drummond. We talked about Marco Island being the um, Martha's Vineyard slash maybe Chatham's Bar End of of the South. Would you agree? Absolutely. Uh, my family and I's favorite place to go every year. Ab- uh, absolutely. And we crossed paths down there I, during Thanksgiving break. But we also talked about Tommy Drummond because he is a listener. And, you know, he did say that he uh, took you for some cash down there. Yeah, every once in a while he gets lucky. No, Tommy's a... Uh, Tommy is is a gamer. He is. He's the definition of a gamer. And his handicap is suspect. Uh, at times. Because if you're a point two, he is definitely not a, a nine or a ten that he claims to be. Yeah, I don't think I've ever beat him, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> We're trying to keep listeners, not lose them. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tommy is a, is a sponsor of our show yeah, at Showcase Cleaning. So... So look at Jimmy, just real quick. So you're over for the last four years, Director of Business Development with Harold Brothers. Why don't you give us a high level of of the company you work for, what you guys focus on, and we'll go from there. Yep. Uh, So Harold Brothers started about 12 years ago. Um, The two owners are Pat and John Harold. They've been in the the industry for forever. Um, And I started in the industry uh, actually through a friend. I was coaching hockey. I was coaching his son hockey. Um, and I started with PB Sullivan, uh, learning the learning oh, yeah. the industry. Um, you know, I started in the warehouse, learning the fittings, um, all the all the different equipment that we use in, in plumbing and heating. Um, and then I was there for a short time. Uh, it was supposed to be a sales gig. You know, things things just you know it wasn't going where I wanted to go. Um, and I was lucky enough to meet Pat on the golf course. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Um, with a good buddy of mine, uh, we played golf, and at the time, I was looking to make a move uh, into the construction industry in the business development. I didn't know if I wanted to be a GC or if it was going to be a, more of a subcontractor. Um, but I ended up meeting with Pat, and Pat was uh, he was in that time when he was thinking about making a making a you know a move to a BD guy because um, they were getting so busy. So I was uh, it was kind of right timing for me. Um, and we sat down a couple times, and then uh, I started. I want to say I started in July um, of 2017. I think that's what it was. Um, and the uh, the company's been awesome. It's, ever since I've been there, I've had fun. Um, the people that we work with are awesome. Um, they're up to 250 plus employees now, which is mostly. I think we're close to between two and two, 200 to 220 uh, field employees, which is outside guys just. Um, and then we have about 40 to 50, you know, in the office. And that ranges from anywhere from our accounting department, HR, to estimators, to our CAD, uh, CAD department, uh, project managers, um, and on our new service department that we've been starting to grow um, in the last couple of years. That's great. And you guys are in Weymouth, yep. right? Yep. Right in Weymouth. Everyone knows what Previtys is. Yep. Right by there. Oh, yeah. The well, Previtys, the is door. Com- Previtys is coming Hanover. to Hanover, right? Yeah. That thing looks like, Great you know, building. a college campus right now. I, I, every time I drive by there, I almost rear-end someone at the it's light. Yeah. But, I, I mean, because we go to the U a lot. I coach basketball for a travel team in Kingston, and I see that, and I'm just licking yeah. my chops. That's going to be legit. It will. I mean, that's a mini, you know, Whole Foods. I yep. mean, that's just, you know, and I apologize, Previties, but, you know, it, 
Restaurant, fish market. They're gonna have a cafe. It's gonna yeah, be great. Every, yeah, yeah. Kind of restaurant, yeah, restaurants going in there. Yeah, they're uh, it, and, and their stuff is good. Yes, they're gonna have to put a detail up there yeah. the first weekend there, there because that's gonna be madness trying to. That's hit those the biggest lights. argument, right? Is is the parking and trying to get in and out of there? But you can kind of sneak back. Broadway. If you're not going to probably just make sure you go Route 3. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, totally. Light. Yeah, you're yeah. going <laughs> to exactly. stay off that light. Um, so back to Harold Brothers. Yep. So we, we've started to do some work with you guys with Fox Rock. I think one of the things, um, uh, definitely a benefit, is you guys are MEP, you're, you know, you're HVAC contractors and plumbers. Mm-hmm. So um, that obviously um, is a little different than some of them. You know, we've got our HVAC guys, then we've got plumbers. This, you know, you can kind of... Do both sides of that, which from an ownership standpoint is definitely a benefit. Where would you say you guys draw most of your work from? Is it contractors? Is it owners? Is it a blend? Um, so it's it, all the above. Um, you know, for construction side, you know, as, as everyone would, I guess, assume, it's just general contractors are our number one uh, source that we kind of, you know, go for to get, to get all our work. But um, with that being said, you know, engineers um, yep. are a big help too. Um, they're, you know, they're on the project before anybody else. So it's easy for them to, you know, to know what's going on. And we have a great relationship with a bunch of engineers that we do a lot of um, design assist stuff with them. So yep. we help them out. So, you know, our guys are in the field every day seeing what's going on, like what can fit where um, versus just the papers and you would look at the drawings and trying to yeah. figure it out. So we do a really good job of uh, helping our customers, whether it be our GC customers, whether it be our engineers, we work together to, um, you know, develop exactly what where everything should be going yeah. with the design with the design process, and then the owners owners are great too. Um, we have a lot of relationships. Uh, you know, mainly I've I've been lucky enough for, that Pat has opened his book of business to me. Sure. Um, he's a lot of owner friends that are you know developers or doing something. So it's we we do we we try to cross all bases. Yeah. Just to make sure that we're always in there because again, we're um, it's a big company. You know, yeah. we got we got two hundred plus people in the field. We got to keep you know a lot of people busy and. Um, you know, we don't want to stop. We want to keep on sure. getting bigger. And I think that's a value add that people downplay sometimes, right? The MEP side of the, so the architects draw this great fancy building and everything looks great. And you walk in and you're like, well, where's the access panel for that rooftop, <laughs> for, that, for that air handler? Like, how are we going to even service that? So um, getting in early is definitely um, a good, you know, point that you just made and, and talking to the engineers because I think, that's something, you know, people don't see it. It's up above the ceiling. Who cares? But the, I'd say one of the, the most calls that we get is hot and cold and tempering spaces is, I mean, you're dealing with different human personalities. Yep. But getting that design right from the get-go, I would, that from an ownership standpoint, when we're managing those buildings, that's the, well, who designed it? Yep. Well, did anybody think about this and the solar load on the windows or that you just did all perimeter offices and, <laughs> and you got to make sure the T-stats are in the right spot. So I think that's something that um, probably isn't done enough. In my opinion, you know, and getting in early and, and making sure you get your say on that design versus yeah. just everyone wants it to look great, but functionality is, you know, even more important, I think. So, no, absolutely. And, you know, obviously one day we won't have to use the C word again, but, you know, we are in COVID. We're in, a, you know, middle of another surge. Has COVID affected, has it had a negative impact on Harold Brothers or has it been a positive, you know, what has that done uh, to your business? Not right now about the business development because I want to see how you've gotten creative on the biz dev side of it, but did you guys get hit by that or did you stay even kill? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think everyone has had some kind of effect of COVID, right? Um, When it first came out in March, uh, when everything was kind of getting shut down, um, you know, Harold is to a point, we were kind of lucky because we were able to keep on working. Um, you know, some of our jobs did get shut down. Um, we did have to wait for two or three months before they opened back up. But some of our jobs were deemed essential because they were in the medical field. They were life science. Right. They were pharmaceutical. So we had to keep on going. And I guess the biggest thing that we had to do at first was to make sure our employees and our customers were safe. So when you're out, because there's other people working on the job sure. site, there's other people there. Some of them are, you know buildings that are being used right now so we're just doing a renovation so we're still so we had to be very very safe um with what's going on and obviously with the new with you know with our regular gloves helm uh, hard hats uh glasses um you know we, we all that stuff now you gotta add masks yeah you got um, covid protocol that you gotta follow exactly yeah. so i mean we ran through our n95 supply you know as you can imagine like re- like like fast it was like oh god oh god what do we do yeah so then Luckily, again, we have these, you know, because we do, with the Harold Brothers, we do a lot of branding stuff. Like, you know, you know, we might have jackets one year for the guys in the office. So we might have, you know, all of our sweatshirts and our, you know, you know, 
or uh, T-shirts for the guys out in the field. So we have like we have good relationship with guys who are in the marketing, yeah, the you know, the, the, yeah. the branding stuff. So we got lucky that we had it. So we had um, we had these gators made. Um, you know, which you forgot, so which you forgot to bring right in, because usually our guest Jimmy you must have some in the car for us. Well, Jimmy, usually what we do is we ask for swag to I come wanted, in because you know sometimes this is videotaped, and I'm you know I'm rocking a Plymouth Mass, even though I live in Kingston. You're going flannel for the winter season. I wanted but to see how Jimmy the came in empty-handed, That's so right. Santa had nothing in his sack. Thank hey, you. I, I just want to make sure you guys didn't ask me any too hard questions. The stuff is in the car. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we you take get your our, prize at the end. When we yeah, when we. Yeah. So when we take our photo up um, at the end to post on social media, uh, you are going to go run out and get, grab some swag, and, and we will rock the Gators <laughs> if you have them. Absolutely. And they better be coming out of a plastic bag rather than, Not okay, used. I think this one's good. Okay. Wait, no, I think my wife washed them earlier. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, well, hopefully she used good. Tide Pods. Um, no, but that, that, that is true, and, and, and I know personally, and Megan, in, in not to speak for you, but you know, the COVID protocol is huge because you, in those N95 masks, I mean, those, got, those things were sitting on containers, and people were you know, holding their breath, hoping that they could get them because people were going through them um, fast and furious. Now, from a business development side, March comes along. We get the shutdown. Obviously, you do a lot of probably belly-to-belly marketing in the spring and summer. You're probably hitting the links. You know, you got to build the uh, book of business. You got to keep the you know the existing relationships hot, and then you got to do some hunting to get new accounts coming in. What did you do from a business development side to get creative? So, fortunately, the golf courses were open for the summertime, so um, we were able to kind of get face to face with some clients or some of our customers um, that we do like to you know take out and, and and spend some time with to see how our jobs could be going better. Um, what more work is coming out? Just we we like to make sure we stay in front of our of our customers because we think a relationship is one of the biggest point of how you, how you get business and how you keep business. Um, so the golf golfing was actually a big aspect of it. You think about restaurants were open for a while, but you could go play golf. Right. Yep. So we were able to go spend some you know four, you know four hours on the golf course um, with some of our customers, which is great. But I've noticed that just because you know I used to stop by the office and say hello. Um, yep. you know, bring our calendars that, you know, bring our Howard Brothers swag, bring our calendars over, say hello. Um, you know, it, it's been different because, you know, for six months, no one was even allowing people in their office. It, it has loosened up a little bit in the fall, but then, you know, when we have the resurgence coming right now, COVID coming back, you know, I'm noticing people are still closing the doors. They're having no outside visitors. So I've used my phone. I mean, it's, it's yeah. simple to say, right? right. But I, I always, I, you know, I try to do a thing every week. I try to touch at least, you know, five or six different GC c- contacts that I have and just have a conversation. It's not, not every time I call isn't about, you know, what do you have for work coming up? Right. You know, it's like just it's, checking in, just checking yeah. in, saying hello. How's the family? Um, Megan's favorite word, st- word stay safe. Stay <laughs> <Be> well. <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> We were talking that's, about that last yeah. night. You yeah, end yeah, every yeah. email now. Stay I safe. Know. <laughs> I know. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's good to hear you say that because I think the good ones, you know, just like the companies that made it, right? People get creative and go back to, you know, what worked and what didn't. And Billy Butts, who was on I was here. just going to say Butts. One of the best, like, business development networking guys because he's just genuine and honest. He said the same thing. He goes, I just picked up the phone. You know, I we get flooded with emails and it's just delete, delete. And, you know, sometimes they don't even put half an effort into it but he did the same thing he said you know i can't see you but let me just pick up the phone how you doing like how are you guys getting through this mm-hmm. what ideas are you doing let's share some ideas and yep. i it's it's great to hear you say that because i think that's um you know getting into we'll shift into sports and mentoring but i think some of the younger folks that are trying to get into sales right now it's awful they're learning bad habits if, you know if they can't get in front of people they're and, all by themselves it's you're working from your basement and you're working yep. from that and that's like another thing too with harbors is like you know for three months we had a you know our 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 um, our office had to go down to ten percent capacity, sure. right? So there was eight people in the office at one point, you know, for for two or three months. While our project managers were gone, mm-hmm. our uh, assistant project managers were gone. The only the only really people there were had some estimators, and then we had you know the you know Pat and John, and then myself. Yep. You know, it was everybody else working from home, so we had to again make sure everyone could access the server. Everyone had a remote desktop because our work didn't stop, right? But we couldn't have people in the building. So it was like everybody had to have a laptop or if you had yep. a laptop at home, you know, even some people who use their own home computers because we didn't have enough laptops, but we, we made sure it was programmed so that they could get on our service. We get our remote remote desktop yeah. to be working. So that was another, you know, issue that we had to work through. But like you said, I mean, we, we were lucky that it, that it worked out, that we were able to have the, um, 
you know, the, the ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, that's another thing I'm sure other companies dealt with. And like you said, yeah. that sales now is like how sales, a big thing is face to face. All the, all the success, successful salespeople are face to face contact or they have, they have something about them. Like I said, genuine, um, but try to sell someone from your basement. Right. It's brutal. It's amazing what accelerated in all of this, right? Things that leaped years ahead that already, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, IT, like, is everybody set up for that? We, we just had our year end review at Fox Rock and our, just a big meeting about talk, you know, top highlights of what we did this year to stick to the positivity. And, uh, you know, although our, our corporate staff, we literally went home one day, take your laptops. Cause we don't know when you're coming back in March. My team, the engineers, I, that's what I pointed out. I said, these guys didn't. They had to be at the buildings. You know what I mean? They had to still be, you know, work and work safely. Just like your field staff, most of your staff, you know, how do we keep them moving and safely, but also still service the clients? And then, you know, to your point, how do we keep in touch with them and make sure that we're, you know, and I think, you know, we're social creatures and this is all going to come back. We're all going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to rebound from this and everything's going to be fine. And we're going to remember the ones that, you know, didn't just send the emails or, you know, and actually took some time to, to stay in touch. Mm -hmm. Um, it's also going to thin the herd with the people that didn't get creative. I mean, Megan, let's let's face it. You know, keeping it real came about because we had to think outside the box on marketing. You know, brand awareness. You know, doing something different because you're not sitting in a conference room and doing a PowerPoint presentation, which can be like nails on a chalkboard. But you got to you had to get creative in in picking up the phone. Now, the kids that are coming out of college and trying to get into sales and all that stuff. You know, the ones that are going to survive are, the, are going to be the ones that maybe went old school. You know what I mean? And in, in, in not being allergic to saying, hi, my name is X. Right. You know, just seeing what's going on out there rather than shoot, doing a cut and paste, you know, uh, blueprint email. And then they forget they called you Chris, but you're Matt because they forgot, you know, when they did the cut they and paste. They grew up behind the, a computer. Right? They did. They didn't even learn. Oh, you shake your hand and you look them in the eye, you know, and unless they're like. They do say a lot of things are coming back. We'll get into hockey, but rollerblades. So we, we just had this conversation. Oh, I'm awful. So what we grew up with is now all like coming back. Like my daughter got a pogo ball and they're saying our generation is going to bring a lot of that stuff back to that point. Hopefully you teach them manners and how to, sh- you know, how to talk to people and not just sit there behind your computer and like, Mom, he didn't want to call me. So. Or binge watching Full House like my daughter and I saw those all live and she's watching them on Netflix, the- laughing her, <laughs> laughing her head off and Uncle Jesse's got the mullet, you know, and, and, and the other guy that does the funny yeah. voices on there. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, it... You're right. It, it, it's gonna. No one looks you in the eye anymore yeah. and shakes your hand like you said. So now you're you, you, now with Harold Brothers. You cover Massachusetts. Yep. You're in Southern New Hampshire. Southern New Hampshire a little bit, uh, but mainly Massachusetts. We go all, all of Mass in the islands. Obviously, Nantucket and um, which is a beast of its own Martha's too. Vineyard. Yeah, it's uh, uh, that is that is uh, the logistical you know elements of, of working over the island is definitely difficult yeah sure. everyone says that because you got the ferry schedules you got to get the, the the stuff over there the supplies it's just mm-hmm. you know is there in the future is there any growth to expand even deeper into new hampshire or anywhere else i mean i know you're private are you thinking public what's what's you know the one three five that you guys have talked about or are you just going to keep it lean and mean and just you know i mean i don't stay where you know you're what? at um there hasn't been much talk of expanding uh, out of out of Massachusetts and, and where we are now. Um, you know, licensing stuff comes up, and mm-hmm. we have to see how you know you know how we can make it. But um, you know, I'm only 35, so you know, if, be 35 if I'm in, again. If I'm in it for the uh, oh. <laughs> if I'm in it for the long haul, I'd love. Yeah, you to look see 35. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, well, a lot of work and <laughs> lot of, you know Botox injections. Sorry, keep but, going. Julie. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I would love to see it, you know, us, us, uh, expand. I, I always joke. I said, I always tell Pat, I said, Hey, if you want to open a Harrow Brothers South, I'm the first per, if you're a first employee down in Florida, <laughs> they go, let's start, let's start Naples and Marco Island. We'll get Whoa. back to Marco Island yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, we're going to hit that on favorite vacation spots because yeah, that, um, that's a five minute conversation. I, I hope I, I, you know, I, I do see room. I think the way the company is structured and that the uh, leadership that we have, I think that we have very good leaders that we could expand. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe down the road that it, it is something we can do. So you started another company recently called Eleven. Okay, Eleven Skills. Eleven Skills. <laughs> you were number eleven. Yep. You had a dear friend that was number eleven. Yep. Talk to us about that, how that came about, and let's. And then we'll talk about you know obviously sports and skills with the COVID, wearing the masks on the mm-hmm. ice and all that stuff. So talk to us about 11 skills. By the way, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if Chris Devin helped you with the branding because 
I'm a huge branding guy. I love how you spelt out 11, but then you put the, the, sticks. the sticks in the middle of it, which is like a, like a, an awesome bar that does you know something creative. How did 11 skills come about? I get a funny story about the 11 skills. So before I even tell you how that happened, is the, the logo itself is 11. It's E, the number 11, looks like sticks, E-V-E-N. So it's 11. So I'm like, I, I do that. I, I, I have it. I'm drawing it out on pieces of paper, showing people. I think def, Chris is definitely one of the ones I showed because he's very into that stuff, and his logos are all awesome. But yep. So I'm doing it. I'm like, oh, awesome, right? So I get it. I go, I come down with it. I, uh, I start getting some stuff on some sweatsuits, some hats. And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, I'm going to look up online real quick. And I look up 11, and I notice there's an 11 Miami nightclub, the exact same logo. <laughs> Always the way. Right. But – I will say it's more like the best clubs in Miami. So evidently, me and them should You'll get together. Off that maybe I, exactly. <laughs> At thirty-five, I know you're married with kids. Could you do a weekend in South Beach right oh now? Um, and how long would it take you to recover if well, you were on a plane ride home on Sunday? Funny to say, funny to say that because last December I was down in Fort Lauderdale. Oh boy! With my uh, my cousin's bachelor party, in <laughs> um, like just like you said, expected. It's it's a lot different now. The recovery time is a lot worse, but. Luckily, we put some golf in there, so we weren't uh, full throttle the whole time. Go. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a week. I mean, when you get home, after you get home. It hurts. It, it's a week. It, it's For me, it's a week now before I'm back to normal. Yeah, but it's also little kids running around, so you can't just lay on the couch. True. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like, I'm I will, do this all day. No, I will say my wife is a <laughs> saint. And, yep. she, and she does. Plug to, the, and she, <laughs> plug to Mrs. Russo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got another she, follower. Exactly. Yeah, she, exactly. Yeah. She, does, um, she takes care of that stuff very well when, I, when I'm. You know, when I have the man, the man. Flu. Yeah, exactly. You're, um, when you're under the weather. But um, no, it, it, it was uh, it, it, like to your point. It's not like it used to be. Yeah. If I do a Thursday night golf league, the Twilight League at Indian Pond and, you know, and I stay there until the lights go off. I'm taking Friday, Saturday off. The lights don't go off at any pond, though. Uh, yeah. kind of like whenever you want. <laughs> Here's the key. Yeah, Lock up. puts their minor lights yeah, on yeah. and goes from there. But no, it it hurts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, that's great. So, so back, yeah, back, yeah. back to 11. So, so well, I'll, I want to say it because you're probably not going to. You have a very impressive um, high school and collegiate um, background. And you played hockey for Thayer. You played at Northeastern. Did a little Googling. Um, quite a career there. Is that, I mean, that's obviously your passion. Is that the drive behind starting 11? Did you just see, you know, nowadays kids are playing one sport. They're not, you know what I mean? Were you like, do you think there was a, a gap there where people weren't training them well? Or, or, you know what I mean? Or maybe they just needed extra skills? Or is this just, you're like, this is my passion. I just love coaching. Yeah, so, other, so you know, out of college, I always had a, I, always had a, I guess you call it a real job. Um, you know, whether it be I started on the security business. I was an account manager for a high-rise in Boston. Um didn't really like that. Dabbled in the mortgage industry for a little while because uh, I knew I always wanted to do some of the sales. Sure. Um, didn't really like the cold calling o- overly because over and over and over and over and over cold yeah. calling. So it wasn't really my thing. So that's when, luckily, I found the business development. But back to 11, I've been coaching hockey since I was in college. So I, I worked for a company, a uh, local company here uh, in the summer times, ran camps, did skills, uh, and really learned from them. Um, and I worked for that company for, oh, God, 12 years. And then what changed was that I, I was starting missing some of the things of my kids. So I, I wasn't able to go to baseball games. Um, and, it, it, you know, nothing against the people I was working for. It was just that it, I had to be on the ice for yeah. this time because they were paying me a salary. I, I had to be there. Right. Um, so that stuff started coming up. I couldn't go to baseball games in the springtime. Um, I was even missing some of my kids' hockey games because, yeah, I was coaching them, but I was also coaching three other right. teams. So if the coach wasn't available, if the other, somebody else couldn't fill in, I had to go there, so I was missing my son's games. Mm-hmm. Um, so when that all happened, about two years ago, uh, I had an opportunity came up to me, um, the local team, the Bay State Breakers. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you guys might know Brian Sullivan. He's a fair guy, uh, golfer, another, another guy that kind of swims in a lot of circles. Yep. Um, he came to me, he was like, and he had been trying for a while, I will say that. It took me a while to get to get out of where I was, but um, Brian came, he was like, he's like, we need a new skills guy. We need, we need, to, we need to do some of that program. Um, some of our guys are leaving because of the skills aspect of it because we don't have enough, enough skills in the program. We need to do something. I think you'd be a great guy to do it. And again, I, it, this, this is the same time going on with when I'm starting to miss stuff with my kids, and I'm like, sure. I don't want to be the dad that's not there. So 
my head started spinning. I said, you know what? Th- this might be something. So we sat down. We talked. It ended up working out. So now I run the skills for Bay State Breakers. No, now when I do that, right now I need to come up with a company. So now it's my own. Sure. Now it's my own thing. Another LLC. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's my own thing. So that's mm-hmm. where eleven came from. And the eleven came from. Uh, I was number eleven in college. I was number twenty-one in high school. Loved number twenty-one and one of twenty-one. I actually had a good buddy that was a year older than me that was at North. You say you're one of twenty-one? No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I, was... I wanted twenty-one. Obviously, Megan didn't do any. You know, her <laughs> due like, diligence. Wait you a know. second. No, I am. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, am I am actually one. You I am. One? I am one. Uno. I mean, Uno. But uh, I won number 21 when I went to college, but um, a good friend of mine that I grew up playing hockey with was a year ahead of me in school, and he was at Northeast, and he had 21. Um, and a couple of times I threw a little, hey, what do you think about the, how much do you like number 21? What do you What do you think? A little no, horse trading. No, no bite, what's, trading. No bite whatsoever. So pay you like, five right. bucks for it, because yeah. when you're in college, yeah, back it's, either, then, it's either a pitcher yeah, or back buying then, a hey, shirt. Hey, yeah. pitchers for me for a week at Connell Arkins if you give <laughs> me 21. And by the way, just for a fact check, I... No, Sean, I know all those guys, and I was in there. It's the only bar that you had to take three steps down. It looked like a you oh, know a yeah. Chinese food joint oh, and that, all that, but yeah. those guys are great. Joey Dalton's, all his friends. We had a lot of fun in that place, and that was the, uh, you know, Brett Kelly was one of the owners. And Very good friend of mine. Up, uh, now he's now he's going to place Brick and Beam in Milton, yep. um, which is fantastic for all you listeners out there if you look for a place in Milton. Nice. So Brett is, Brett is a dear friend of mine because Paul Carter... Um, introduced me to Brett. He owned the restaurant uh, North Star, yep. um, right outside oh, the yeah. garden for years. They did well there. Yeah. Um, he is probably that industry for Brett. Just to not go off the sidetrack, he is the definition of like a GM bar Perfect. owner. Perfect. He's oh, he's very hands on. He will work that room, and he knows everybody. He is a super connector, mm-hmm. and. You know, I, I, I'm, we're definitely going to get this podcast over to him, but, but that restaurant that he does now, it's just, yeah, it's a true testament to him, and I think that was a solid move for him, because you don't realize, and when I talk to him about those bars and restaurants around the garden, um, you know, you got to pray that those teams make it to the playoffs. Oh my god, because that's the gravy on the turkey. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not the regular season because what he, what he shared with me. If they play on a Tuesday or Wednesday, it's tumbleweed sure. for the other f- five or six days. Oh, yeah. And then you got to get to June because that's the profit. So he timed it right back when they for the Celtics when they signed KG. Ray Allen was there, and they went on that run in 08. They couldn't have had better. That, those, the North that Star couldn't have had better timing. Yeah. was perfect. Best sports memorabilia. Yep. I loved it in there. It was packed. But what I always, when I always went in there and I would grab his air, he's like, yeah, it's great now, but Matt used to do this place on a Tuesday. Right. Yeah. And it's, uh, so I'm glad about Brick and yeah. Beam. And no, it, that's good. huge. Um, so I ended up being number 11 at Northeastern. Um, and it was, uh, again, I, I've always liked number 11, but so that, that's kind of what that was. Um, and then, like you said, you brought up my friend Corey Griffin, who um, passed away, I'm, I'm not even sure how many years ago it was now, maybe eight, eight maybe nine years ago. Um, he was number eleven as well. So he he was at he played hockey at Babs in college. He was at me with uh, with me at Thayer. Mm-hmm. Um, great family. Um, still to this day, see all of them. You know, I was actually down. We bring up Marco. I was down in um, Naples, Marco Island, uh, over Thanksgiving. They were as well, and I played golf with his bro- with his brother uh, Mike and uh, Rob Griffin, who uh, runs up Newmark, um, the commercial real estate mm-hmm. company in uh, Boston here. Um, but so that was kind of it kind of a tribute. Like no, it, like you said, I didn't want to you know I didn't want to get any. I'm not saying I wanted any, uh, you know, any credit for, mm. for you know, calling it Recognition, that. But it was just it one of those something. things that it was like, yeah. you know, it was, you know, when I was thinking of my name, I'm thinking, you know, what, I, I'm number 11. And I go, Corey was number 11. I'm like, it's just, you know, it's a, it's sure. a good thing. And, you know, eventually, and we've talked, you know, they have a great foundation, the CCG yep. Foundation. We've talked about trying to uh, incorporate 11 skills into that, you know, whether, however that's going to be. Um, we'll definitely talk about it down the road. But that's how it came up. Um, and so now with, with the 11 skills, I, I – you know, basic breakers high eleven skills now. So now I run all the skills for breakers, um, but I also do my own stuff on the side. Whether it be a stick healing shooting clinic, whether it be a defenseman clinic, whether it be walk on skills, um, it's just trying to. In my my thing is just there's a lot of people out there that, that coach and that do a great job. Um, and I'm not saying my way is the right way because sure. I think everybody has different ways, and I think there's a lot of different ways that kids learn. And you kind of have to adapt to certain kids will, you, will like. So, certain, like for example, like if I'm coaching my team, cer- some kids you can yell at to get them going. Yeah. Others, if you yell at them, they curl up in a little They'll in turtle. a little shell. Yeah. And it's you, you can't do it, so you got to kind of know. So it's, yeah. I kind of take that uh, that same point to to skills. It's like 
Some guys really want you to get on they them and push respond. them. Yep, different. And some guys really have to, you have to slow it down for them and, you know, talk softly yeah, and yeah, say, right. hey, hey, and let, make sure you make sure you let them know, hey, I'm, I'm not yelling at right. you right now. I'm trying to teach you. But that's how you, you, you find those ways and the good coaches do. And I think you can, that relates to business too. Like you find, you meet people on their level and you find ways, you know, different ways to get to each person, motivate, whether it's motivating, whether it's to connect and get a, you know, a sale or become, you know, become a new kind of contact. But so 2% fact check Dave's remote today, but I think it's now 2% of all high school athletes in the United States make it to play D1 sport in the NCAAs. I think it might even be less than that. It might be down to one. I heard one and then one percent of one percent makes it professional. I think it's, oh, yeah. and then seven percent plays col- plays college sports. One percent plays D one. So you yep. you have a proven track record. So to to be able to run a skills you know a, a company like that obviously you know is, is and great. for all psycho parents out there they need to have that in their wallet to sure. realize that have fun. Don't burn out yeah, your yeah. kid. And don't think you have the next Cam Neely, well, the next Tom Brady. Yeah. And I know we all get caught up in the emotion of it. What's your favorite age group to to deal with on the skills? Do you like the high school kids? Do you like the you know what? I, they're so they're all so different. Okay, that it's, and it's it's different. There's different times. Like there's days when I'm so tired, and the last thing I want to be doing is on the ice. And I hope I'm like oh you know if I have older kids it would be great because there's less coaching. There's less. You know, you, you kind of just for older guys, yeah. you just want to make sure you keep them moving, um, you know, keep them going, keep them, you know, keep them into it. But the younger guys, there's so much you can teach. And that's another thing with the 11 skills is this. There's a lot of people out there that just think so much. They just you want to keep them going. You want to keep them going. You want to keep them going. Like that's that's all it is. It's not because if you're going to keep them going. them doing the wrong thing. Right. Then it's it, they're doing the wrong thing. To, you know, you want to You want to You want to You know, you want 25 puck touches. Right. But if you're doing the wrong thing 25 times, the wrong t- the what does it 25. do? That's why I don't yeah. skate. So right. that's kind of so that's kind of the you know mentality yeah. of it. You want to make sure that you that you're giving the kids um, you know the right things to work on. And again, not everyone skates diff- Not everyone sure. skates the same. Everyone has a different stride, right? But if you give them your if you have in their in their head what they're supposed to be doing, you know, with a, try not to go side to side when you're going straight lines. You want to be fast, right? So if you go if you wiggle side to side, you're going to slow yourself down. And not even realize it. Your body's moving. You think you're going full speed, but you're not. Because you still you get that extra movement in, right? So if you give them that, they, hey guys, I know you're going to skate different than Tommy's going to skate different than Johnny, right? But you need to get the most out of your stride, and that's yeah. kind of what that's, that's kind of what I've kind of adopted. And I, I've tried to do, and again, there's a lot of good coaches out there, you know. And I and I and I tell my guys that see me, I go, you need to you need to hear a different voice, right? Go here, you know. Paul Vincent's great down in the down the Cape, you know. Um, company I used to work for, Level Hockey, they're great. They're right, right here in Hingham. Um, you know, there's, there's different people around that are really, yeah. really good, you know? So I, it's not just one person that has to, to go sure. to one person. I think, I think different voices is good. What's your take on how competitive things have gotten? And obviously playing, you played college sports, right? And, mm-hmm. and that's, every parent is like blinders on my kids going to the NHL. You even played, um, a little bit of semi-pro pro hockey. So semi-pro? Semi-pro. All right, sorry. sorry. How long? A, uh, a cup of coffee. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say, we, we, did the coffee? Did the hot coffee turn cold? It, uh, uh, like I, I had was, buddies in college that were there. I think long it was. St- I think it was still warm when I when right. I was done. It, it happens. But did you? I mean, it's still that is a that's quite a feat. Yeah, no. It, it, so do. minor league hockey is different thing. Like I could I could have kept on playing. Sure. Um, different leagues. It was just uh, I had a money. different situation. Yeah, you know, it was just it was just what a point with me was just it was just time to go. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna go home and yeah, and I'm gonna but. You know, I you know I, I played in the I was in the HL. I, quick story, I left uh, Northeastern right after my uh, like my last game. It was actually St. Patrick's Day, the day before St. Patrick's Day. We played at Vermont. We lost um, in the playoffs. Came back. I don't even think I went home. I went right to Connor Larkins, obviously, with the team. What else are you gonna do? After By the way, right? great steak tips yeah. out of that restaurant. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and they make the they make the nachos with the Doritos under it. Bingo! It's unbelievable. It's like yep. I don't know why more people haven't done that yet. I took that, but it's awesome. <laughs> I took that to my kitchen island when I realized that there was Doritos oh, yeah. under there. Yeah, regular All, Doritos. Regular, no, yeah. No, oh, okay. both, they do both. They do but, regular and cool ranch? ranch. And cool ranch. Oh boy. Yeah, uh, it's, it's yeah, uh, it's a game changer. Game changer? And, and I will tell you about that now. If you come over to Casa de Gregory. When we we serve the nachos on the sheet pan, there will be Doritos rather than the tostillos down there. Yeah, no. It is such a game changer because it almost acts like that taco seasoning oh, that gets good. into the whole blend. It's good stuff. All right, back to your. It's good stuff. So North yeah, so um, 
<laughs> so I left. It was like it was like two days after that. Um, I actually went up to Portland, Maine, and it was at the time it was the Anaheim Mighty Ducks uh, uh, AHL team. And I only tell the story because I didn't touch the ice. <laughs> I went up there. For, I went up there for two weeks. I was living in a hotel. I'm practicing every day, and you know, at the end of, at the end of the day, it's you know, the guys who aren't playing the game have to stay on late, and you you do an extra skating, and I'm like. What did I sign up for? I'm like, am I ever gonna get a chance to play? So I'm out there, like, you know, working real hard, like trying my trying my hardest, you know. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're going like, oh hey, yeah, Roos, you gotta go jump on the bike for another 30 minutes too, you know, before the game tonight. I'm like, I'm like, well, I just you just bag skated me for 30 minutes. Now I gotta do the bike tonight too, whatever. So whatever, right? So there's one one game. I'm up there, and uh, my parents were like, oh my god, and they're like, hey, you, you're gonna play tonight. And I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. You know, it's like my told my parents, they, they live in Weymouth at the time. Call everybody. They Get on the bus. My, uh, one of my best buddies, um, Kevin Plant, was happened to be in Maine with his parents. They weren't far away from Portland. So I'm like, dude, I'm playing. Like, come. So, I, so they all come. I leave them tickets. Thought it was a great thing in the world, best thing in the world. Going around warm-ups. And it, another funny thing, too, is I'm going around warm-ups, and I'm, uh, I'm with my buddy Brian Boyle, who uh, is a good friend of mine. Uh, and he's playing for the Monarchs, which is the team we're playing. Um, so I'm circling around, circling around, and in college I used to shoot pucks at people in the, in the, at um, in the warmups. As a joke, all my buddies I used to play against I used to circle yeah. around, I used to fire puck at the skates, try to hit them. Okay. So well, it was it was just it was just like a fun thing. We used like to, spokes in your we used yeah. to bike wheel. Yeah, we used to do well, that. The with thing the is, sticks. is I wasn't a tough player, but you couldn't fight in college, so it was perfect. So that no one could go after me, right? And I mostly did it to my buddies anyway, just as a joke. So I just had a habit, right? So I come around the boards, and I'm I'm in, you know, first of all, I steal my helmet warmups. That's like one of the things they do. They take it's it. like you're pledging. They don't right. take it. They take helmets. So I'm skating around, right? No helmet on. All of a sudden, I come around, I, and, Bri, and Bri's skating around the same time. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is so perfect for a shot, right? So I fire a puck right off his, right off his skate. And it's like, and all, all of a sudden, he looks at me, and he gave me a look like, oh, my God, what are you doing? Like, because he, he, he knew, because he was there, because he was he, he played you. here, right? <laughs> and, and good thing I know, like, I, I had hung out with Bri, like, the year before when he was first at Monarchs. Like, I knew the fighter. Um, or the, the you know the fighter at that time, and he Brian looks at me like, don't do that. <laughs> and all of a sudden I look, and the guy I forget the guy's name who was a fighter at the time was looking at me, and thank God he recognized me because I thought he was going to come over and kill me. And Brian, I think Brian had to go over to people like, no 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 we're good we're good we're good. So That's I do awesome. that in warm up right, and yeah. I get off warm up. I'm like oh getting ready to go. The coach comes over and goes hey by the way we're going with seven D tonight. You're not playing. <laughs> so they actually put another oh, defenseman man. on the ice. An ex they they. <laughs> They dressed an extra defenseman so they didn't have to play me. <laughs> hey. So after, so after that yeah. so after that day, I go, you know what, maybe the AHL isn't the level I'm supposed to be at. Yeah. So then I ended up going to play in the Central League, which is basically the same thing as the East Coast League. Yeah. Just it's more towards the uh, you know, central of America, I guess. Um, and I played in the playoffs for three games there. Uh, I had two buddies that were on the team. Um, it was fun. A ton yeah. of fun. I was in Youngstown, Ohio, which I don't care if I ever go back there ever again. Okay. Yep, the um, mistake by the lake. Right. But it was fun. It was, but it was, but it was a ton of fun. Yeah. Uh, and um, but that was it. And then you know, the next year, I um, signed a tryout agreement with, uh, I think it was uh, the Norfolk Admirals, which was in Virginia, their East Coast team down in Augusta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason why I signed there was because, as you guys have already heard, I, I like golf a little bit. Mm. Yeah, heard. There you go. So I was thinking, well. If I go down there and play in the East Coast League, because I, I still had the mentality that I was better than the East Coast League, right? Which mm-hmm. I, I was not, but I had that mentality <laughs> that I was. And I'm like, at least if I'm down there, I can uh, play golf, you know, so while I'm down there. So that was my whole mentality. I had other teams I could have went to that I knew I was going to play, like, right away. Um, but Augusta Lynx folded a week, like, two weeks into the season. So that was my, yeah. that was my trip home. Drove down there uh, with my now wife. Drove down there. She, she, she ended up going home. Um, Literally, I fall. I, I think she got on the plane, and about another week later, I was falling. I was I was going back home. So, um, that was the that was the quick stint. Um, but like I said, it, everything happens for a reason. And you know, um, I had a, I had my first son Ryan, uh, real early, um, and so I was able to be home for all that rather than traveling sure. on the buses and going back and forth. So like I said, everything happens for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. Do you find it hard to coach your own kid? I do, uh, but I've learned. Uh, when I first used to coach Ryan when he was young, uh, he'll be the first person to tell you, my wife will be the first, second person to tell you, is um, I was hard on him. Uh, and, and, it, and, it, and it wasn't because 
it, it wasn't because I like just I, I wanted to be hard on him. It was because I didn't want other parents to think that I was helping my kid sure. more because I, I grew up playing youth hockey and a lot of times it, more times than not the coach's son was was oh the coach's agreed. son's always was, the quarterback he's given, the pitcher given, so yep. and I always said to myself when I was started coaching I'm like I'm not going to be that guy and I think I was too I would think I was you know too too much yes. on the other side for a while and I've realized now and um you know I, I've calmed first of all I calmed down where I used to yell at him on the ice and it just wasn't the right thing to do, and he even t- there was times when he, you know, he didn't even want to play. So what? Yeah. So just to piggyback off that, so I coached my son Brock in hoops. The son can't separate coach from dad, mm-hmm. and I'm a lot like you, Jimmy. You know, I I coach not the name on the back, but the name on the yep. front, and he was a point guard, and if he made mistakes. Was I a little bit harder on him? Yeah, so the other nine, ten players didn't think that he was getting favoritism. Yep. At one game, he, during the game, I went above an octave, and he just took himself right off and almost, and almost took his gear, his bag, and just almost left the building. Yeah. And that, to me, was the reality check that, all right, it's very, very difficult, even to the parents listening, is – it's hard coaching your own it kid is. because it is. I agree with you 100% because you don't want to show that favoritism, which we always know is there. Well, I think the good athletes and the good coaches do it that way. The, it's because of the bad ones, right? That yeah. The other way, like, oh, well, you're going to play, you're going to start, you're going to. Yes. But yeah, the good athletes that actually played and yep. didn't just sit in and the they, stands and want to play. Yeah. And they, and they, and, and like Ryan knows now, he's like, he, my dad's going to be a little hotter on me, which is, which right. is, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Which I think that's okay. I'm a little hotter on him. You know, he might have a shorter leash than some guys do him certain things. If he does something wrong, I'm going to, you know, whether he's going to sh- sit for a shift or mm-hmm. if he's going to. And again, he's 11 now. He's a peewee. So, you know, there's certain, you know, what's the right time to take things away from kids? And my whole thing is it's effort. It's not mistakes. Yes. And my whole thing is effort. If a, if a kid's going to give 100%, you're going to make mistakes. Hockey is a game of mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, the team that makes the less mistakes usually wins. The least most mistakes wins. So be the hardest me, working one out there. Yeah, I don't care if you it, exactly. If it's tiddlywinks, if it's trumpet, be the best goddamn trumpet player. And that's player. all I yeah. care about. So that's right. when I get mad is when I see him not working Dogging hard. I'm like, yeah. right, well, sometimes not, they dog it too because I get to drive home with the coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. So and he, and, <laughs> right? person, you know, and that that's where yeah. it's almost to a point. And I've had ride homes where, you know, all of a sudden here comes a four letter word out of the back seat, and he's ten. And it's like, all right, we're gonna pull over here. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna hash this yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. And so that's kind of what I've and I and I'm happy that it happened when I went early because I have Same my here. I have yeah. Luke now who's five who I'm know. coaching him now as mm-hmm. he's a little you know developed Mike Devo guy. He's only five, but he's yep. and he's you know and he has the I'm looking at the smile on his face all the time. Well, I can't really see his smile right now because he's wearing a mask, but I know I can tell he's smiling. He's having fun. Um, is that now? I, I I'm happy I went through it, Ryan. I'm I'm happy that Ryan could de- could have dealt with it, which sure. he did. He dealt mm-hmm. with it great. Um, and now it's a lot different. Now I'm, when I coach, don't get me wrong, I'm still hard on him, 100%. I still want my kid to be the, be-, be the best he can be. want to give him 100%. But you know what? It also goes for everybody else. Yeah. You know, and that's, if I'm going to do that to my son, then that means everybody else I'm coaching is going to do the same exact thing. Yeah. You know, and it, Agreed. And, you know, it still yeah. might, it, you know, I'm sure you're going to ask, you can talk to parents that I coach, and I'm sure they're going to say that, oh, yeah, no, he's still harder on Rye, um, which, is, which is okay to a point. I'm just not yelling and screaming. You know, I'm just telling him what to do. Um, and it's been honestly it, the, the relationship between coach and son and coach and player has been, you know, for the last it, less definitely the last year, but probably the last two years has been night and day, and it's way more enjoyable. And I see him, and I see yeah. his face, and he wants to go there more, and it's uh, it's really good. So it's a it's a it's a wake up call to all the people out there that are a little crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them. It's more crazy now because you have a lot. You know, back in the day, you had one AAU team. You know, in, so in, in and now it's just a vending machine. So saturated. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, you know what? Johnny didn't make the team, so if you want to coach, we'll start another. Yeah. You know, travel team. Oh, yeah. The Ducks will be the Swans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's so bad. It's a money maker. Yeah, it is. So, it it's doesn't a billion teach dollar them. industry now. It is. It, it really doesn't teach is. Them Youth adversity. Sport, Youth it sports is turning into. It, it really is. And I mean, the thing I say, the biggest thing what you can do is whatever whatever parents can find. If parents are listening now, looking for stuff is. Find a place where your kid is more than just a, I want to win. Yeah. Find a place where someone actually cares about develop, developing them. Because I, I hate to break it to you, but the same guy that's, that's an all-star at seven years old oh, yeah. 
is very, very, very rarely going to be the best kid when he's 14 he's or 15 years out. old. Yeah. It's so funny he said that because we have, a, we have a team in town where they were like an A level A. You know, they, they don't do division one, two, and threes now. They, they go, you know, we're the A team. It's so amazing that when they were a powerhouse at, say, eight or nine years old in that division, all the other teams and all the other kids are catching up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all of a sudden, of now the A turns into a B, or the A player on that team, even the other kids on that team have C- caught catch- up catch- to that. And when you see that catch up, it's an eye opener oh, yeah. saying, yeah. all right, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't be all right. You have to le- work on your left hand, just, you know, yeah. from a hoop Basketball. standpoint. But it's so funny. And, and I think parents sometimes get lost in that shuffle and lost in the weeds. Of course. And I always think it's the, it's the parents that didn't play, <laughs> you know, because you always ask. And, I think most and of I've had And I've had conversations after a game when I've been called out, like, why didn't my, why didn't my son play this and that and all that? And I'm like, well... You know, here's his stats. Oh, and by the way, he hasn't been to practice in two weeks. Oh, and he's not the next Larry Bird. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they got And they got did you play sports on. growing up? Because if you played sports growing yeah. up, I don't think my father or mother ever went over to the coach and asked, why didn't never. Maddie play? And complained. And complained never. Of, yeah. You didn't, they didn't have the coach's phone number. Right. They didn't have any direct contact to that coach at that time. Now it's like you're getting emails yeah. at all hours of the night. You're getting texts. It's like, holy Moses, pump the brakes. Yeah. Yep. But they're teaching bad lessons. And I think one of the most important things, entitlement, you need every kid, no matter what team, learn to be part of a team. Mm-hmm. Learn what that means. You win or you lose. Or you, excuse me, you win or you learn is mm-hmm. what should these kids should be yep. taught. And like, you're not going to be the best on the team. You're not going to be the best at everything, but you can work the hardest and you can find those areas. And parents are like, no, you're going to play basketball. I don't care if you're I'm like, she does not want to play. Like she, yeah. like she, she told me. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. Yeah. By the way, she's been chasing butterflies yeah. all over the parquet yeah. Yeah. and she doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Right. So who wants to be here? The parent? Yeah. Because you're, you're keeping up with the Joneses and you want to be on the travel you team be and like you get them. the fancy units. Mickey Curley, I don't know if you know him, from Duxbury, huge yeah. player, went to BC, played overseas and mm-hmm. all that. He is absolutely one of the greatest guys, and I've learned more with him from coaching in, in the Silver Lake area, is when we have these travel uniforms and they get their name on the back and they get to pick their number and then their number travels with them all the way up to eighth grade before they go to high school. You know what Mickey says? Mickey goes, I wish they would just use pennies and, and not have matching shorts and all that because it makes them soft. Right. I'd rather have them just put the reverse. Yeah, you're okay, right. you're red today. Okay, you're white today and all that stuff because they'll play harder. Oh, yeah. Because they want the uniform just, yeah. you know, to wear it on Fridays or say, hey, yeah, these are our travel. Go back to just putting a T-shirt on and having yeah. a number that comes yeah. out of the bag that day. Shirts and skins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. now, totally. Right. I agree 100%. Yeah. Megan, do you got anything more? That you, no, <laughs> just, I mean, that... There's so many life lessons that you learn, you know, playing sports or just being part of an organization. Back mm-hmm. to the business development. Like, we jokingly can't say to our HR people, but I'll hire athletes all day long because you know how to work hard. You know how to be talked to, and, and you can take criticism. You know what I mean? True athletes that grew up, you know, there's just so many life skills that I think sports can teach you. One of my college coaches used to say that. He goes, I'm not teaching you basketball. I'm teaching you life skills. Thick you skin? Know? Yeah. Absolutely. Be able to sit in a boardroom, get and yeah. actually get called out. Learn how, accountability. How accountability. Accountability is the biggest thing. Showing up, and that's mm-hmm. everything. You got practice, even yeah. though you don't want to go. You show up on time. Yep. <laughs> exactly. You know, don't don't show up to don't show up practice five minutes late. It's right. kind of like Megan showing up, you know, five minutes late for the All podcast. Right, so now we're going to get into the rapid fire section. <laughs> she hates it when you go. She'll be late to her own funeral. I will. We just yeah. talked about accountability. I've got a different clock for some reason. So, so Jimmy, so this this part of the segment, you know, the, the last five minutes, we're just going to fire off rapid fire questions. You don't know what's coming at you. Um, so we're going to begin right now. Favorite show on TV or that you're streaming right now? Bloodline. Really? I've never seen it. Is that Good Netflix? One. Netflix. Good one. That's my. That's what we're watching right now. Is that's my favorite? Okay. Uh, we're almost done with it. But my favorite show that I've done like last year since the whole COVID thing happened, Yellowstone. Yes. Is that Kevin Costner? Yes. yes. I've heard that. It's unreal. You want to train you on that? Want to be a cowboy? Like you? Oh yeah. You're like oh, I, I, I could be a cowboy. I want to move to Montana. <laughs> Well, the flannel shirt you're rocking right now, you're almost there. We just got to get you a bucket hat. 
So that is Montana. That's Kevin. I've yep. heard that. That's the yeah, first person that's told me to good. dive into it. Yeah. Very good. I was not a Game of Thrones guy because uh, I, I, I don't think dragons can fly. But another one that I recommend you doing is Last Kingdom. That is some, it's on Netflix. Is that the one with the, the Uhtred? And it's the Danes and all that. It's on the edge of the seats. Good. Right now, I'm binge watching uh, Shit's Creek. My wife, my wife, with Eugene Levy oh. and, and David, David da- Levy. Yeah. Daniel Levy, Dan but Levy, he yeah. plays the character of David. Yes, I hate. I hate admitting this because my wife watched it and she was like, but it was funny. Oh, whenever, yeah. whenever I watched it, I was, I actually was like, I had to like stop, like turn around to laugh because I was, I told, I, at first I'm like, this show's so dumb. What, like, why are you watching? It's very, very dumb. But the more you watched the it, delivery, and I was comedy, hiding. Yeah. There is not a doubt. I have had to the point where people have come up or I've woken my wife out of a dead sleep because I have tears coming out yes. of my eyes. Just on that whole cast. Yeah. Six seasons. I'm done. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, favorite season? Summer. Favorite meal? Pizza. And that goes, and I'm trying not to eat bread right now for the month of January. I'm on day three. How's that going? Um, miserable. Yeah. Bar? And, but pizza, yes. Bar style or big? Bar pizza is my favorite. Right. Cheese um, or what topping? Uh, I'm a cheese guy, but I also might. If I change it, you either go Hamburg onion or Hamburg banana pepper. Hamburg onion is really good. Never done banana pepper. Just try right. it. But and I will say again, another thing, just because we brought on the topic, was a poopsies guy since yep. day one. Yeah. And I love poopsies. But if you have not tried Next Page in Weymouth. Okay. Next sponsor. It is unbelievable. Where Black, is that? Have you been to Black Raspberry? I have I have I've been there, but I have not got their pizza. It was good. We went. I first really? Time, it was really I, t- good. I brought Megan. Mm-hmm. I live five minutes, not oh. even five minutes from there. I'm going. Sneaky. I, did, I was like, this place is here? I have to wait till February 1st, so but so, I'm going. So, yeah, so you're, it's, it's okay. You can pieces? you can have a cheat day. They have a cauliflower crust there, and I'm not gluten-free. But the cauliflower... Yeah, oh, I can eat it. Yep. Cauliflower crust, you will not know the difference. We, we threw out a regular and a cauliflower crust. The cauliflower crust always goes first. It's a hidden gem because you've got to go around the oh, yeah. back corner yep. of it. It smells like your grandparents' attic in there, like Mothball City and all that, but after five minutes, the headache goes away. They have the best menu, and, and COVID actually put those guys on the map. The pizza there, and I'm a Cape Cod pizza guy, not Halifax, the original in Brockton, mm-hmm. hometown, is I'm a Bob pizza guy. I don't need, I'm not, you're not going to get me all excited with a 10-foot Sal's pizza because yep. I think it tastes like cardboard on, with sauce, but I am a bar pizza guy as well. But I will try that place that you just said in Weymouth. It's good. But you got to go to Black Raz or West End Grill has a good pizza, too. West End does too. have a good... I've, been, I've had that pizza. That is good. And I feel bad for those guys, too, because they've taken a freaking... The and that and they, they have good food. They have, and, and that yeah. place is good. And that place was there to stay. Yeah. Is that Kingston? Yeah. yeah. It's right, it's off right of, in the stop and right shop. Right exit, uh, the old exit 10. Oh, dude, don't even get me started. <laughs> I don't know the new exit. So mile, over, mile markers. Over under on how many times you've driven by exit 8 with the new change. Oh. Since the new, since the new exit seventeen. The good thing is, is it's, you have you have the exits, the old exit seven right there. Yeah, so I can go back and go back. Roads, I've done that. I've, I've probably done it two or three times. Okay, I'm I'm over five now, and I'm not paying attention. I'm just I'm not paying attention. No, I, 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 I want someone to explain why they did why it because that was, no, we talked about this. It's the mile market. Mile it's the mile market to the bridge. What trucker doesn't have GPS or technology? How about to the be fact like, that Waze now tells you that it's the old eight. <laughs> I, I Why do they waste that money? Oh, we're going. Well, yeah, waste yep. that money. All they did was they put those little. I know. Covered, covered things it over. over. Go to drink. Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we're not. This is an AA. Um, we're not getting a pin today after this. Tito soda or Captain and Diet? Do you throw? Hmm. You're still a Captain's guy. Well, he is 35. That's you right. put fruit in that thing. In in your drink in your drinks. Uh, I don't like lime. Thank you. I agree with that. Megan's a tequila girl because she do, says it makes her happy. But I do do. <laughs> Tequila's some, a happy alcohol. Vodka well, soda, I do sometimes put a lime and a lemon in it. Tito's? Yeah. Same here. It have to be Tito's. Yeah, absolutely. Do you go for the green or lay up? You know that, you know that answer. I apologize. Go for the green. <laughs> <laughs> Kindly leave. I, I go for the woods. <laughs> and then say, yes, I am playing a Nike ball even though I had a top flight. I always go for the green. Which one it lands on or gets close to is a different By story. By the way, my buddy Timmy did that. We were on Indian Pond... <laughs> We're on the par three. What's that? Five? Five. The, five the over the, the, over the yep. drink. 
he sliced it so bad he was on the green and won on the pot five. The guys were coming up to him. He goes, yeah, that's my ball. Whoops. Yeah, I was like, no, take your loft out. Let's see if you could hit it clean. Um, cookouts or dinner parties? Cookouts. Uh, what do you throw on the grill first? Burgers or steak tips. Bubba burgers or homemade? Ooh. Don't be presumptuous. I actually, I actually like, I actually like Bubba burgers. But, Me too. But I do. I mean, I would like homemade Previty burgers before. All right, let me give you the Maddie G special, and I usually don't share this because I am a, I am a. Uh, now our self-made thousands of listeners chef. are going to know this. Take the ranch packet, the powder ones, at the grocery store. It's in the salad dressing island uh, aisle, and it's the powdered ranch mix. Take a pound, pound and a half of burger, and put the the ranch powder on it, and then make your patties. Do not be that guy that squishes the juice into the flame. He should be doing time at yes. the House of Corrections down Agreed. the street. Take that, and then text me with just a thank you, and I'll know what it is. <laughs> okay, and you and, and take your first bite without the condiment because if you soak it in ketchup and mustard, you're going to do another stint on your head. Okay, um, mountains or ocean. Ocean. Just, I'm going to stay too. with the summer, with the whole summer thing. Vibe. But I, but I, but I do love the mountains. Favorite band? NSYNC. I'm no, just kidding. Um, it's funny that he says that. That's all I have time even, for today. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't really have a favorite band. I really don't. I kind of just, uh, I like everything. Last concert you went to? Cole Swindell. Nice. So you're a country fan. I do like, I, I, I like it all. Everything. Have you been like, to a like, country fest? Country, uh, Gillette? Yes. I went to too many. I'm not allowed there anymore. Do you remember them? Half. Do you wear the straw? Do you wear the cowboy hat no. when you're there? No. Okay, good. Not a cowboy hat guy. In sync or Backstreet Boys? In sync. Megan? Same. He's such a liar. JT. He's such a liar. So I'm, a, I'm a JT guy, and I got to yeah. say it too. Oh, Chris, he, 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 he. Chris is he, right behind He us. would go to the other. He would leave Erica for JT. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I've oh, never. Yeah. When I got that feeling came out, um, Devo came over to our house. We were out late, and he was up on the roof dancing. Oh, he loves that, it. That he move. loves him. My wife. He's gone to shows like solo, it. and he's in oh, the yeah. JT fan club. He has those front hey. the, the pre-sale. He's awesome. Oh. Good golf, real good golfer. Good golf. He's a, really yes. Yeah. He's like a that, damn it. Real low hand. Another, 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 here we go. First concert I ever went to, in sync at Gillette. I went in college, and we I wore, was like we wore shirts. Sixteen, maybe. NYS. Thank God Facebook it was didn't a date. Dave, edit that, please. <laughs> it was a date, though. At least Facebook I went, yes. I went with two, didn't exist when I was in college. I went Thank with two girls. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, favorite athlete? Tom Brady. Do you hope he goes to the Super Bowl? Yes. Does he? Yes. Do they win it? God, I hope so. Who goes for the AFC? Buffalo. Bills. I, I agree. I think it's going to be... Buffalo-Tampa? Buffalo. T- I, I think it will... Buffalo and Kansas City are a toss-up for me, I think, because I think Mahomes and Allen are kind of, they're very alike, I think. Um, I think obviously Mahomes has him a little bit because of what he's done already, but um, I love that Allen kid. I want, look, if the Pats aren't in it, I'm going with that whole Bills Mafia thing. Those I guys are dark. And, and they haven't done it in forever. And the fan base is just like, Yes, yep. we went through. They're the hungry. Yep. They and they're loyal. And I want, Super loyal. And, they, and look, it, I don't live in Buffalo, nor would I ever. But, you know, Jim Kelly tried five times mm-hmm. in a row, went OFA. You know, obviously he's had the health issues. You know, Mav Levy, I think, is still with us. I would love to see Buffalo get that. Yeah. And I'm kind of ups- and I'm kind of bummed out that they can't be in the stands. That's even though the they, only even sad part. They, no, they're, doing, they're having some. They are, are they? Like, yeah, oh, good. Like they said they were going to yeah, something. do something crazy. That's good. But that's I would have loved to have seen the folding tables. Oh, that place would have been. I almost feel bad that COVID is right now because they are so hot to trot right now. I know. Unf- it's, un- it's almost unfair because of that. And you know the what bars I mean? are not going to be at full capacity and all that I'm stuff. Telling you, they'll, the bu- find they'll find a way. Buffalo is, it, Buffalo, it, it, I'm telling you, they're, that's, a, that's a good team for a long time. Cam Newton, stay or go? See ya. Are you going to be sad to see him go? I actually like Cam, so I'm not going to like knock him. I just... He can't throw the ball anymore. He's not like, a quarterback. He can't play quarterback. He's like a running anymore. back. He should play like tight end or something. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Handicap right now. 
3.1. Thank you, Florida. Interesting. Um, favorite golf course you've played at? Ooh. Well, I'll do a couple. In Massachusetts, Massachusetts, between Old Sandwich and the Country Club. How many times have you played Old Sandwich? Ten. Bastard. Um, the Country Club, though, the, when you play the uh, U.S. Open course, which you'll see in, I think it's two years now, yep. 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, played in a, I've been lucky enough to play in a couple of member guests. You actually play the course that they're going to play. Wow. Um, it's special. Best It'll round. 66. I'm I'm usually a 66 after 10. <laughs> First nine. Is it painful to play with guys like me that are 20 that have a bet like that? That You know, look, at, I got the golf etiquette. I'm not going to talk and all that stuff and scuff mark the greens and all that jazz. It, it, do, do you mind playing with guys that are t- 18s and 20s? Not at all. The biggest thing for me is that... Um, I love playing golf with people who, one, love golf, yep. and two, don't take it too seriously. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things, like, I mean, it, I, don't get me wrong, there's times I take it seriously. I mean, I'm a, I, I, cl- I throw clubs when I get mad. I, you know, it's like this, I just get yourself. mad. I get mad at myself. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, if I enjoy spending time with you, like, if I can, if I can sit at a bar and hang out with you, I, I don't care if You'll you're play a 30 handicap. Or you stink. Yeah. I'll yeah. play and I'll laugh would at you it, uh, as long as you can take the. As laugh. Maddie Matt Pierce would say, if you stink, just be uh, just stink fast. Stink fast. Yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> I love I mean, that. It's one. not just golf, me either. It's like you know, I love having cocktails on the golf yeah. course. It's, it's like a social thing. For me. Yeah. And I'm gonna call out Tommy Drummond right now. Yep. Is what is his true handicap? After playing with him, obviously in Marco Island, our favorite place on earth, what is he really? He's probably a. a if he kept his, if it's again, handicap is by your potential, right? So if Tommy played to his potential, I think him and I would be very similar. Because one, because he doesn't get the ball as far as I do now because he's older than me, but around the greens and stuff like that, he's got he's a seasoned veteran compared to me. Um, but I would, I, I mean, I would, I would say that right now, him and I would would play even. So I'd say he's a, I would say him at a four or five handicap. Yep. Is where he should be. Okay. And I think that's where he is now, so I'll give him credit. And last one, do you have a hole-in-one under your belt? No. How close? I've been close a few times, but it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't. Do you, Megan? No. Have you ever been close? I know it doesn't yeah. matter. Inches, but it went off of, a, um, it was a par three at TPC, and it's over the water. and Hit a rock. Yep. Awesome. That's even, that's even better. Bounce, hit the rock, and the caddy's looking at me. I'm like, Henry, which way is this going? He's like, I don't know, ma'am. And it landed. It could have pool cued it in. It was right. Yeah. Did he call you, ma'am? Yeah. I like that. Some of the times they have to. Yeah. I'm sure she probably tells them, don't call me that. TPC, yeah. Oh, so yeah. if I ever get on a private, it's going to be Maddie G. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not going to tell call, you, boss. Yeah. Just please don't call me, sir. Right, right. Yeah. I'll feel like I'm in court. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, something, the caddies that you, that you don't know. Do you like time, that? Do you like that, Jimmy? I, I mean, like having caddies? Not only the caddies. Do you like being called Mr. Russo? No. No, 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 no. Okay. No, it's, that's my dad. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. But that's like, it's just one of those things. It's like, you'll, yeah. I mean, I've been lucky enough to, you know, I have enough friends and my bosses are, you know, members at Boston Golf and, and Old Sandwich. So I've been lucky enough to know some of the caddies there. So we get the same caddies every time we play you a lot of times. We'll awesome. request them. So it's more like, it's more like, a, you know, the two other, another two extra two guys out there hanging out. Yeah, because they're worried about getting fired if they don't do it to the right person. Yeah, yeah. I know. Just, come on. I know it sucks. Yeah. And there's yeah. some asshole yes. out there, excuse my language, that's going to rat him out that yeah. he didn't get called Mr. Yeah, yeah. Smith 20,000 times. And that poor yeah. kid that's in a jumpsuit. So that's the person, he was in the locker that's the person in I don't school. want to play golf with. Yes. Yeah, I go. agree. And the guy that brings his uh, stick to the cubicle university at work, work that tells everyone he's a five. Yeah. Because very rarely will someone really tell you their handicap unless you ask. No, exactly. If you're good, no one no one yeah. wants to talk about your handicap. And again, They'll another thing, out. right? A lot of people who say, I, I love the reverse sandbagger because it's like, oh, sure, when, when do you want to play? We'll play whenever you want. Oh, you, you say you're a seven? Okay, I know you're a 14, but we'll, I'll give I'll give you three strokes. Let's see what happens. That person catches fish this big, and too, we, that yeah, just yeah. got away. And we can play for whatever <laughs> amount of money that you want to play for. Right? <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, the truth's going to come out once you Look, get Look, I have no problems when you know, I'm like, look, you want laughs, you want the JBL speaker going that's never charged. Love it. It goes battery low, change. <laughs> Every that's time. usually by like the eighth hole, and right. I'm like, where's the USB thing right, and, right, the cuts yeah. and all that stuff? Jimmy Russo, Harold Brothers Mechanical Contractors. You know, it, it, I love you, pal. You know, I, I know we don't 
run into each other often, but we do swim in the, the different circles together. You know, you, you know, we got Chris Devin, Megan, you know, we got similar people that we, we, we know and all that. So I, I can't thank you enough, you know, coming on to the podcast. It's been a great hour or so and uh, much success to you personally and professionally, but also personally to you and your family, man. Thank you. That was a ton of fun. Um, thank you for having me. Hopefully I'll be invited back sometime uh, if I pass the test. Yep, um, if you let me well, be check, if you let me be check golf, uh, you will be <laughs> let's on. See what Harold Brothers swag we got in the car. Yeah, and we're gonna let you go there right now and gotta, get the swag for I the gotta, pitches. I, I better have some other seats. I'm in trouble. In, in, in the in, if you peel rubber out of here, that, I, we understand. And I better not smell downy detergent on my gator that you're gonna give us. All right, this Megan. Is great. Thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, thank you guys. That awesome. Was a ton of fun. All right, Megan. We got episode seven coming up. Who do we have teed up in the uh, in the box? Next week, we got a special guest. I think it's Kevin Leary from VPNE. He's a, a, a VPNE. He's the president of VPNE. He's got a lot of other ventures that he dabbles in, and he's a, a real fun guy. So we're going to have some fun. And his favorite word is? Is it lovely? Lovely. <laughs> well, hopefully we'll have a lovely podcast, we my will. friend. All right. All right. I'll see you next week. Cheers.